Hey, Pride fam, get ready for a brand new episode of Pride the Podcast. So grab yourself a treat and take a little time to hang with Pride. Welcome, everyone, to an all-new episode of Pride the Podcast. We are here celebrating Pride Month. We're here, and we want to thank our friends at DNR Studios and, of course, Rehab Entertainment for their ever-loving support. I'm Darrell Anthony. I'm Adam Andrew Rios. I'm Mr. Braden Bradley. I'm Ashley Mitchell. It's the core four. The core four. The whore What was our original theme song? Are the crystal gems. What was our original song we were going to sing? We were like... Um, I forgot. We started and we all said it at the same time. We used to do it when we first started the podcast. Oh, yeah. What? I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, like no. no. That's not oh, it. it was like Women's Month. No, oh, no, no. Yeah. When That's we first. Women's Month. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, when we were all talking about like a general we, jingle. We literally, in the beginning, used to say something at the same time. It's like, we're pride to black. And we'd make fun of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we were so ridiculous. Okay, so I have a question. We yeah. really love Lady Gaga. That was Lady Gaga born this way, by Lady the way. Lady Gaga. Yeah. How many seconds do we have before we have to pay royalties? I think it's like. 18? I'm just looking out. I just got a I just got a text. They said (laughs) (laughs) Lady Gaga texted. She did. She said, come outside. Who said come outside? Stephanie Giamatta. (laughs) (laughs) Joanne's niece. That's her niece. Is. That's, that's Joanne. That is her niece. That's her niece. She's her niece. All you bitches is my nieces. Yes. <laughs> okay, my so happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, everyone. Man. I cannot believe it's already June. I know, right? honestly. It's my favorite month. Also, because I'm born this month. Just like, you know, born you were this born way. you were born this way? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm just, I love Brooch. June month. Um, June and October are my two favorite months. Y'all all know that. And I'm just super excited that Pride happens to fall like... In my birthday, but like that's just so weird. You're so gay. I'm so guilty. So I'm really gay. gay. I literally. Martha, I, I, I too think, bad you weren't crowned Mr. Gay New York. Oh. No. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I saw something today online where <laughs> no, no, this is this is great. Where um, what's his face who used to work at he I think he was at Glad I think or something. He was one of the first judges in like 2005, and he posted his throwback. And I thought about you today, and I was on screenshot that picture and ruin your life to remind you what was not again. And I didn't. <laughs> Not so. again. Whenever I posted that picture, I think you're about to lead into this, Darrell. Mm-hmm. Whenever I posted that picture on Facebook, just not knowing, mm-hmm. um, the, back when I had Facebook, back in the Stone Ages, mm. that's how my grandma found out that I was gay. Really? That's how of, she found out? Because wow. of that photo. Because of Mr. Gay New York. Yeah, and I think actually it might have been Darrell that posted it and just tagged me. That sounds like somebody. That sounds, yeah. That sounds right. I mean, listen, I have to say, though, speaking of tagging, I saw something (laughs) really cute last night. So just thinking about how far we've came and accepted. Huh? How far we've come. Sorry. (laughs) 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 Wow. Fucking Dr. Webster. Thank you, Merriam Webster. (laughs) Oh, my God. I understand why Jennifer Aiden was like, fuck Jackie. Um, All right, look. So, you know what? Fuck you. I was going to give you some props. You know what? Tell your own goddamn story. (laughs) It wasn't that fucking cute. No way. Oh, my God. 
It was stupid. You guys, it's Pride Month. We all have to love and accept each other. I want to give him a red eye. A flight? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was Girl, like, Adam already has a flight teller. The no, and it is a red eye. And it is a red eye. No, fuck Adam. No, so anyway, I was in the bathroom, and Darrell goes, oh, my God, Adam, your sister tagged you in something. I was like, oh, Lord, what did she tag me in? It was a uh, Facebook post that was like, copy and paste this. If you, uh, if someone you love or know, blah, 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 is gay. Oh. And she, like, shared it on her status. She and, like, deleted it. And, she blocked it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and she tagged oh. me. And so Darrell was like, well, if no one knew, they know now. They baby. know now. Because she, baby, you can get, you know what? Listen, speaking of people not getting known about things, I'm sure Ellie Kemper is sitting somewhere saying, like, who tagged me and what photo yeah. on what Twitter? I want to know the tea on that. Like where? Who, she what? is silent. No, she's she's speaking. When? When? I think tonight, but this episode is going to come out later, <laughs> <laughs> so we can't really Thanks, give Brandon. you the tea. Um, <clears throat> but she is coming out. Well, by the time this airs, she has come out. Okay. Wow. Well, she better get it. I mean, there's nothing she together. can say, really. I mean, some people are saying it's not true, and some, or not not true, but like you're reading into it too much or some bullshit, but it's like literally the facts. I bet those people don't believe in the vaccine or the virus. Listen, here's my thing. Wow. With her in particular, people say it all the time about your celebrities. Don't Your celebrities will let you down. They will. If yeah. you dig deep enough, and They've even said... your greatest celebrity, they will let you down. Um, so I'm not surprised. I was I was ready to defend her, though, because I was like, well, if she was a child, then that's one thing. And then find out she's 19. But then I hear that technically, like, up until the age of 20 or something, when you're in that, like, kind of cult, like, in kind of Kim Schmidt of her, like, we have to, they have to do certain <laughs> things. So it's interesting. They have up until, like, 21 where your parents really can't tell you. Well, my question anymore. is, if she <clears throat> is not. Wait, she grew up in a community? Like, it, it's like, so the. She grew up in Missouri, That's, and yeah, and there's like a it was like a KKK community that oh. had like this ball, and I forget the name of it, but it was oh, it, it the reason for the ball was to keep the positions of power that are currently in power. Mm-hmm. So, which means white people, right? Right. So, right. yeah. So <laughs> she, she she won the queen of that fucking shit. But my question is. Before all of this came out, what did she do? Surely she's smarter than that, or has become smarter than that. Well, she not was... has became smarter than that. Darrell has become smarter than that, and surely I told the story of wait, I did tell the story of Magneta and Magenta back home. With <laughs> Magneta, no, that shit was we'll funny. Get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's talk about this white bitch. Come okay, on, I'm trying to. So anyway, my, my question friend. is: Surely she has she has known that this is not right. So what has she done to um, counteract? Counteract mm-hmm. and like what what organizations has she donated to? What has she done to fix the air in her ways? Nothing. I don't think anything. No, you know she ain't done nothing. She's only sorry because she got caught. Very so, though. I guess Kimmy mm-hmm. Schmidt is. Breakable and not unbreakable. Oh, brunch. Well, that, Tina Fey, we need if you that hear me, that, <laughs> we we do. Um, listen though. So, what constitutes constitutes us like forgiving people? Like, what 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 happens in terms of that? Because you said something about cancel. Like, basically, is the show canceled now? Does Titus and Jane and all those other people's hard work does that have to now be like 
people on The Cosby Show, where like Felicia Rashad, they all did a really an amazing job, and they don't get to have those benefits anymore. So, well, the Connors did it, and they just kicked Roseanne out. So maybe these shows should just be rebooted and kicked those. Maybe people out. it could be like Unbreakable Titus, or I don't know. I Our don't know. producer Teresa is actually FaceTiming in right now. Hello, oh, Teresa. Let's let's chat <laughs> with. Hey, Teresa. Teresa. Let me. Let's see if we can get you. Hello, Teresa. Hello. Hey, we are live on the podcast right now. Say hello. Oh. Yes. We were just, you know, sitting here and I said, you need to make an appearance before you make an appearance in L.A. Well, okay. Wait, what were we talking about? You told her to call. No, No. I didn't. No. No, No, I didn't tell her to call. I wish. No, we were actually just sitting here talking about Ellie Kemper being, oh, hi, Tilly. Tilly's making a cameo as well. Tilly Kemper. Mm -hmm. Tilly the dog. Tilly the dog. They're like, who's Tilly? (laughs) Yeah, Tilly the dog. Uh, We were talking about Ellie Kemper and her KKK being known as the KKK princess. And is it mm-hmm, isn't mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. fault or no? And apparently, Brayden, who thinks he's in the know, says she's going to be speaking soon. Brayden thinks she's in the. What 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 is everyone else's thoughts? <laughs> she's like, let me figure out what I'm going to say. I'm going to see if I get it. Uh, well, no, I think that it's all bullshit. But it's like, are we going to be able to f- forgive people? Like, are we going to just say... I mean, it? I really depends on what she says and does, honestly. Yeah. So far, she ain't said shit, so... <laughs> <laughs> she owning that shit. She's working I mean, with I'll her team. Real, like, I was in, like, a pageant thing. I remember when I was, like, I don't know, it was, like, 14 or 15. And I can't tell you what the background or the historical context of that thing was. So, like, if it came out that they used to be doing something that they, I I would never condone, I'd be like, well, shit, I didn't know. Should I have known? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. I think going forward, like, we're all much more aware of that kind of stuff. Like, right. But I think 15, 20 years ago, when you're, you're also a kid, it's like, and she came from, like, a rich family anyway. Like, she has a weird situation. Well, um, she was a part of like a community, right? Like a, mm, a kind oh, of like yeah. a yeah. Just like people who are debutantes. Like I'm sure there's some stupid shit. Like I'm sure that's not great. <laughs> For you know? sure. like, it's hard to touch anything in culture without being like, hmm, a hundred years ago. You think these were good people? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Most, Most people not. aren't good. There you go. <laughs> Most trash. That's tough. Well, yeah, that's what we were just... Well, let's just hope she... But you're right, Darrell. Like, what, what, where's the line of how do you forgive? How do you move forward? Because, like, you should know? they take Kimmy Schmidt off Netflix and then Titus and Jane and them have to no, suffer? I don't think so. I, mean, I don't think so. I don't think so either. But we so. do now... We know now that the world right now is in this kind of cancel thing where, like, that they think that maybe they should do that to make everything better instead of actually addressing the issue and making yeah. a statement. So in, their, in my mind, they could do something drastic like that. Well, I'm interested to hear what she says and how she responds to all of this. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe she'll TBD. come out the right way. Maybe so. By the time this airs, we will know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, watching them episodes before they take them down. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's it. We might have to put some on that. On I would air. need to finish the last season because I definitely did not. Me, I didn't watch it. It just got I a little. I, I did. I finished it. I think I, finished I didn't watch it. that special episode where you had to like tell them what you wanted. I to did do. not do that. I'm like, I, I don't d- watch Netflix to interact. <laughs> I watch Netflix to distract my emotions so from like everyday life. You didn't like the goosebumps, like pick your own story? No, you tell me the story. <laughs> I don't need to do work. Right. <laughs> Shit. I'm going to Because r- then I'm r- wondering, well, what the other story I didn't pick. The other story I didn't pick, I need to know what that story is. So yeah. it's just going to be a whole three days of goosebumps. And I don't <laughs> have the time. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I love the goosebumps. <laughs> That's my shit. When you see that dog with the yellow eyes, you know it's some bullshit for the guy. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh. We ain't talking about nothing. <laughs> we are talking. So, Teresa, what's new? What's popping in L.A.? Oh, you know, um, things are going well. Things are starting to slowly open up. Mm-hmm. People seem like they're getting, trying to get out there a little bit more. Um, you know, the industry is... Uh, it's a little crazy right now. Everyone's still pretty backed up as far as, you know, being able to shoot and everything. Right. But yeah. I think, uh, I think that'll even out. They're the shooting year, all over so. the country, Teresa. What? They're shooting all over the country. <laughs> I think Brayden's talking about the gun shoot shoot. No, stop it. No, we've well, had we've had like hundreds of There's a lot of different kinds of shooting going on. Well, you, great. I got a nice so homeless man on the corner that shoots up too, so Oh my God, I'm just saying the English language is very complex. Words mean different things. Oh, well, I'm excited for LA to be open because our uh, black asses are going to be out there in like a week. A week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is. That is correct. <laughs> you sound scared, as you should be. I am thinking of that as well. I am thinking about that. Uh, <laughs> that seems like it's going to be... I am thinking about life decisions and... What sort of plans do y'all have out in LA? I have none. Only one plan I want. Are you going? Yes. Oh, you didn't know that? So is Corey. So is Lizzie. Everybody got their ticket. Yeah, you're the only one not going. I thought it was just you two. No. No, I'm going for like three days. He's gonna. I'm go, flying in Monday. They're all the flying 21st. into LA. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but better get it together, Brayden. Ah, uh, you better hand me some of that stimmy money that you got today, <laughs> Ashley. Oh yeah, I got my stimulus check today. Ah. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I woke wow, up to wow, that wow. deposit. I was not expecting. That I bought at a all. big. Ashley also walked up. Today. Woke up to a brand new job today. I did. So Good job. yeah, I'm gonna be working on a documentary about food (laughs) very 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 fitting (laughs) but it's just like a short like little gig like six weeks right before she returns to another show right i don't know what that show is gonna be though is this all on hbo no i don't know what the food documentary is gonna be on yet but Actually, I don't know what any of these are going to be on. Yeah, because they got to, like, film it and pitch it. Yeah. I don't know who I work with. I, like, literally just got hired today, so I'm, like, she just was, like, welcome. And I don't know, like, much information yet, but. You know, I've been at my job for three and a half years, and I still don't know much information. Well. Mm -mm, I supposed to have been doing a couple handover documents a day, and I was laid up, and I finally said, oh, shit, let me do this and this and this. (laughs) I had to work toward the end of the day, because after tomorrow, 
after being at my job for seven years, after five years, we get a sabbatical, and my sabbatical officially starts tomorrow. And I've been holding off because we were going to go to Europe last year and stuff, but I am going to be on sabbatical. So I get to be off for one month. Wow. completely paid wow. as if I'm there working and wow. it is the most glorious feeling That's I feel insane. I feel so good about my life but when I went home to Texas and I was telling people I got a sabbatical they were like that's huge like this man stood up and patted me on hugged me and said like you don't understand like sabbaticals means you've been there a minute and I'm like I have been at that funky ass job <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking sick of it it's funky it is funky Ain't no money. What is that? That is money. That sounds like some rain. That sounds like Ashley's room. It does sound like coins. That's That's going to be Ashley right now, and then that's going to be Darrell on this. What? Just pennies? (laughs) Well, shit. Ashley just rolls in money. I wish. She back on her bullshit. I am. She is back on her bullshit. I am back on my bullshit. Ashley Amazon Mitchell. Oh, my God. She stays ordering. But, yeah, we're going to have fun in L.A. Adam said he just wants to be by a pool. I just want to be by a body of water. I got a bathtub. He's like, get ready to get in my pool. We're going to be laid up. You gonna Honestly, you got to talk to your building about the new homeless folks that's going to be all sleeping outside your building. Wow. Because we're going to be right there. Right up under you. Mm-hmm. Well, at least this time I don't have neighbors who uh, will have y'all on camera sending me clips wondering, <gasps> asking who these people are rolling through. Oh. <laughs> a lot of shady moments today, but yes. I'm uh, not sure if I knew that. Adam and I were going to the pool giggling, <laughs> and they said, who are these two little dark They specials? sent, <laughs> dark they sent, they sent a, like the, the video clip oh to God. everyone <laughs> in the apartment. <gasps> And everyone got yeah. the email. And you oh. see me and Adam like, so then now after that, anytime people saw us after that, they knew who we were. They were like, oh, it's them too. Because they all got a chance to look. They, basically, it was like, whose friends are these? Teresa, you go ahead. They sent an email. I was in Texas at the time. I don't know. I think I was visiting Chris. And I got this email, and the headline was like, whose guests, do, y'all, do you know who these people are or something? And I was like, oh, shit. And I opened it, and there's little Daron Adam just speaking off to the pool. I'm sure like, with the towel in their hand. At night, 1 o'clock in the morning. Fighting on camera because Adam's like, Darrell, no. And I'm like, my hands is moving. I was like, come on, let's go. <laughs> I'm trying to get this pool. They're mine. <laughs> They're mine. They're mine. We were <laughs> out. Okay. <laughs> You're like, y'all, please stay inside. No. Please stay inside. No way was tripping. Those, those, those people were tripping, though. They like, were tripping. They were tripping, and they were old, and they were tripping. And in so. the way. <laughs> and, and, and they're haters because they knew we were having a good time. They are haters. They didn't like people having fun. You know, we had a pool there. When people got loud, they get upset. And it's like, I'm sorry, y'all are 80. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I definitely was in the pool. Adam kissed in that pool, too. Anyway, so that's what my brother is going through right now, Teresa, with his HOA. Um, they're just, like, sticks in the mud. Like, they, they're always getting noise complaints and all this and that. Mm-hmm. Sore, he just sold his house. They got a pretty little penny, and now they're going to build their own on some one acre somewhere. Oh, so you got money, too. I don't have shit. But if you needed it in a pinch. My brother was like, do you want to rent my house out? And I was like... To do what? He asked you that? No. Yeah, he was oh, like, oh, shit. you should move back and like just rent my house. Just live in it. And I was like, gay. Everybody, see, that's why I always get real nervous. I almost nervous. took him out. It was and, three bed, two bath, anytime, backyard. Anytime Adam, nice. anytime Adam go home to Texas, I get real nervous. I said, is he coming back? Are they going to kidnap him? They always be trying to kidnap him, but Adam's oh, yeah. like, No, Adam's staying here. Why is he staying here, Brayden? 
Adam. I don't, th- I don't think Adam's going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Adam stay here because Adam has a man. Yeah, no, I ain't a, got no man. He got a mattress. I, a man. I know you done saw who his little pictures. He be putting it all over his story. He at one point basically said, "It's mine." <laughs> On his story, he put two bears kissing hearts and <laughs> yeah. You did. You did. You did it. I didn't. I'm gonna pull up the receipts. Pull them up. Cause I, I ain't stories. got them. <laughs> they, <just>, they disappeared. <laughs> well, I screenshot a few of them just fucking have a reference. So right. Uh-huh. Adam what? got a whole fish. He said, "I ain't going nowhere." <laughs> Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> uh, well, this has been a cool little Kiki Teresa. Yes. Thank Teresa's you for the impromptu. Guest. Yes. Oh, I like it. And when we come back from this, we're going to talk fucking more hot topics and what pride means to us. And we'll be right back. Hey, Pride fam. Do you have any juicy tea you want to spill with us? Well, why don't you give us a call on 844-25-PRIDE. That's 844-25-PRIDE. Slide into our DMs at Pride the Series on Instagram or email us at prideTheSeries at gmail.com. Welcome back to another segment of this episode of Pride the Podcast. Do you you remember when Sasha Velour did that number? Yes. Yes. And it was iconic because we all thought, what's her name? I thought Shay was going to win. We all thought Shay was going to win. But then when Sasha did this, how could you not? But it wasn't this song. It wasn't this song. um, uh, Sasha did that to her so emotional. So emotional. emotional. It was all Whitney. This was was the finale song, though, with With Peppermint. Peppermint. And yes. Pepper, Pepper, yes. And Peppermint spun and gave a little something. Yes, my bad. Thank you for correct. Thank you for that legal note. Thank mm-hmm, you, thank mm-hmm, you, thank mm-hmm. you, thank you. Yes. But yes, anyway, that was iconic. Iconic. <laughs> yeah, on, on TikTok, it was like, um, what is one sports memory that will always live in your head rent free? And it went cut to when she was like, <clears throat> Doing her wig and all the roses were falling off. And That's it was a like, sports oh. memory. It, it, it's it was funny. it was a joke because it was clearly a big straight. I see drag races, sports for gays. Right. right. I right. have to say, um, Adam, we've been rewatching season three of mm-hmm. RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. And I was just saying to them today, I was like, "Do you miss when Drag Race wasn't so produced when it yes, was?" Yes, I when, do. That's when, why I hate it now. Right. Mm-hmm. When, when like Ru There's says, "There's no talent." That, well, when Ru says, There's "None." There, there's plenty. No, there's not. There's plenty. No, Darrell. There's I not. Think so. No, I, I like the old days when there were real queens. No, but for real, I will have to say, like, season yeah, three, rewatching beats it. the old season. It's, right. it's one of the like toughest competitions. Like mm-hmm. all it's the a, sewing challenges. Yeah. Makeup, and, like, personality. It was it was raw. Acting. It was rawness going, but that's not even necessarily the queen's fault as much as it is RuPaul's and the producers for producing a show now. Mm. Back then, when I when her first time saying I'm keeping both queens or I'm bringing somebody back, all that shit was so shocking the first time. We're like, who's she bringing back? Now it's like, at what point is Ru gonna say I'm bringing somebody very back? Very that, very like, that. Or at what no point what, is she gonna do a double save? Like, what yeah, point no, is she gonna do a double? that makes the show less interesting when you can <coughs> sure, anticipate the story. But there's only so much you can do, and then the further Maybe you, you get away from me, it. well, that's not. gonna I happen. mean, that ain't gonna happen because look at Top Model; it went for right. what, like 
right. almost 25 cycles. Yeah, and like it, Drag Race is only expanding. Yeah. Like now it has Espana, like oh, it has Canada, everywhere. Canada, down under. and then the UK, down under Thailand. UK, Thailand. There was some uh, there's some drama going on with the blackface. Yeah, do you yeah. know anything about that? Me? Yeah. Yeah, but it's, I feel like you're more equipped to tell. No, the I, do, I don't know who is being accused of it or anything like that. What, I only and know what franchise is this? Down under. Down down under. I think yeah. it's like Scarlett Adams. I think is the queen. Mm-hmm. She's the one that was wearing that like full latex bodysuit in the first challenge. Anyway, I believe I think she in like past gigs did blackface. And well, of course, you <coughs> well, know, you know they're extremely racist in Australia. They are very... All, not as racist as America, in my opinion, but they are pretty racist. Well, it's true. Australia and even Britain, they they they, ha- they like to blame a lot of their racism or their jokes or what have you on the culture, on the culture, and just saying like, oh, that's no, how we are. Thing. That's it's how we do. We you don't get it. And like like British people, um, sorry, Australian people use the c word a lot, and they're just like they that they put it in every sentence, and we grimace when we hear things like that. So it just really depends. I mean, listen, a lot of people though are coming for RuPaul. Uh, because they're like, what will you stand up for? What will you right. finally stand up for? You don't stand up for black. You don't really stand up for gay. You don't stand up for trans. Like, what do you care about? Because you have a lot of these queens on your show. And I'm glad that Drag Race is expanding because America isn't the only place to have queens. We all said mm-hmm. we enjoyed, like, UK better. I enjoyed season one of Canada a lot better. Like, we're seeing queens from all over, and they should all be celebrated, honestly. So mm-hmm. as a viewer of the show, I... Basically, what's based on what you see on TV as a viewer, I would say RuPaul stands up for the gay community, for the transgendered community. In your opinion, how does he not? Or what? Well, what, what you see on TV now, because again, that was a statement in the past where RuPaul did not think that transgender people should be on drag. Yes, yep, and so yep, yep. now he does, because maybe either you can look at it as he's came to that mindset on his own or this is a network push. Um, you know, it's not lost on a lot of people that All Star 6 is about to come out in the middle of the posters two trans girls. It's uh, Sonique and mm-hmm. uh, Jigglies. So I think that there's a bit of maybe RuPaul has finally said, okay, let me broaden my horizon and a little bit of it is, you know, like they're doing something with Let me with cash this check. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking update, we have our next guest, RuPaul, here to spill <laughs> all of the tea of our burning questions. Uh, RuPaul, it's so good to have you here. Thank you so much. Hi. Hello, hello. <laughs> Dog, could you imagine, though? I'm here. Are you anti-trans? Huh? I plead the fifth. Oh. Ooh. No, so I have That here, sounds fracking So good. what we were talking about, uh, about uh, Scarlett Adams, the one of the queens on Drag Race Down Under... So basically, it came to light that the 28-year-old has performed not only in blackface, but in a burqa, an aboriginal dress, and wow. much more. And RuPaul hardly gave her a slap on the wrist in the May 29th episode of the Aussie spinoff show. So I guess on the stage, you know, something had happened, mm-hmm. and then RuPaul was like... Um, what did she say? I'm sure there are people who would want me to cancel you right here, right now, but I'd rather this be a lesson in humility and accountability. Mm-hmm. I pray all of us can learn and grow from our mistakes. Because, of course, Scarlett was like, I was young, I didn't know any better, yada, 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 yada. And then yada. she tried to, like, sp- spin it and was like, me and a lot of other queens 
have done not have only you know have done blackface, but I was young and I was in. I was well, that's what we were talking about in our first segment about Ellie Kemper. Like, is being young an excuse? I think it used to be, but now we have social media, which a lot of young people are tied into, and you have to know that if you place something on social media or you do something that's Googleable or whatever, that you can be found out, and you have to know, like, listen, either come out with a statement to say that you fully, fully learned from it, or you're going to be canceled. Now, I think the bigger question is, how far is cancel culture going? Because, listen, I don't know about I don't know if canceling someone holds them fully accountable. So I well, think it depends on what they do right. when they get canceled. Right. Like right. what kind of well, words come like, out of their like mouths. Roseanne, for example, like she, she didn't was say fucking ooh. shit. Well, she said. Well, a lot. she said. I mean, uh, quite a lot. She I said mean, too it, much. In the in in terms of redemption for herself. She oh yeah, anything. no, she didn't say anything. No. I mean, she was kind of just like, I mean, this y'all are being hard on me. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's like, no, girl. Like, you're actually canceled, like, fired canceled. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it can- cancellation to me, it's just like, listen, when people say that, hey, look, I learned my lesson. I'm not talking about something crazy about them killing somebody or something like that. But, like, if someone inappropriately, they had someone on a view the other day. Uh, me and Adam were watching, and I tell you what, they wouldn't, they signed them started, and oh, it was on his neck. He was some yeah. sort of, like, representative. Chris Wallace. Was it Chris Wallace? Oh, yeah, it was Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace, <laughs> MSNBC. So um, they went after him, and the first question, they was like, so you made some inappropriate comments to women at your job, and you then left. Like, what's up? And he was no, just like, hi, hello, how are you? No, was, no they don't play. They and don't Sunny play. walked in and she That's said, That's why I love the view. So you were fired for inappropriate uh, things that you were doing at work. Do they you do regret not what play. you did? And, well, and, and to be clar- to clarify, he was not fired. They called him in and he decided to leave. So that was the question. They were like, Did you think it was better for you to leave? Do, do, do you feel like that was holding yourself accountable? Like, what did you think? And he was just like, Listen, he said, I, I, I wasn't going to argue with them. I said it. I apologize for it, but clearly I don't need to be at the network. And I'm like, in a way, he kind of took her out. They're like, it's not going to go away anyway unless I go away. And sometimes I think mm-hmm. people like take themselves out of it, which I wish the fucking owners of Chick-fil-A would I was do. just about because to say, you know who needs to get canceled? Ugh, it really bothers me. So Chick-fil-A on June 1st made an announcement that they are going to be donating a, lot, a large majority of their money to the anti-trans bill um, and helping to cancel the Equality Act. So I was home and I almost ate Chick-fil-A and I almost broke because nope. I had some friends who ate it. And um, I, it's You tough. can make your own Chick-fil-A nuggets in your air fryer. You absolutely can. I'll yeah. share the recipe. You absolutely can. Go on TikTok. They'll walk you right through I, it. You absolutely can. But does it make gay people does it make us hypocrites if we do eat chick-fil-a like yes or, or is it one of those situations where it's like if we had to get rid of every single thing that hates gay what would we like <laughs> nothing so nothing. here's Literally the thing nothing. you kind of have to know. pick and choose like what you want to do because listen all these big corporations that we all shop from are problematic like yeah. Amazon. <laughs> I love Amazon, yeah. but I mean, it's very problematic. Walmart is problematic. Target is problematic. Chick-fil-A is problematic. Like, Because Target don't like black people, but, but they love Chick-fil-A is yeah. extremely vocal about how much they hate yeah. homo- homos. And that is and a different situation. LGBT. But like, 
Amazon, you have to dig deep to realize the mistreatment. That, that that's they a are true doing. statement. You it's, do. it's like Chick Fil A did, which something. is still wrong. I'm not giving them an out, but yeah. Yeah. but Chick Fil A purposely on June 1st, knowing anybody who says something negative against the LGBTQ community and they do it during the month of June or especially on June 1st, they are doing it with the knowledge that they are directly Absolutely. impacting our Pride Month and the month that we are meant to celebrate. Oh, it's very pointed. It's, it's very, very pointed. pointed. And so for me, as a gay person, I wanted to get, I wanted some fries so bad, but I couldn't no. eat so it. Good. And Make I them yourself. <laughs> I, I understand that. Yeah, I had it last time I was in Texas, and it was. Just I did like, too. Meh. <gasps> I'm sorry. I was. I had. You know, I wasn't gonna put nobody on blast. I, I had it. Am my I hadn't had it in a long time, and it was just wasn't. Our producer you know, saying he did too. <laughs> I am deeply hurt and embarrassed and disgusted by my fellow co-hosts. But listen, it's very. Not me. I'm either. not saying that it's right, and I'm not saying it's that okay. I. Right. But you're going to do it anyway. Mama, make it anyway. Right. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. It was delicious, but... Um, of course it's delicious. I don't right. know. See, that's but, what I was going to say. I was like... Because well, you, you were go, eating a hate chicken sandwich. Right, right. You can go fuck yourself and it's my pleasure, okay? <laughs> um, it's disgusting. You know what also is disgusting is the Florida governor fucking... Fuck DeSantis. Fucking... What's his fucking name? Ron, Ron What did he do? Stop, Ryan. Just like Chick-fil-A did on, on June 1st, did another pointed thing on June 1st. The day after he signed the anti-trans bill into law, he used his veto power to deny funding to the LGBTQ community and their services, including mental health care for survivors of the Pulse tragedy. Damn. Now, is, if Who hurt him? If that's probably, I think he's probably gay. Himself. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Why else would you focus so much in your energy on being anti-gay? Which is it's the most. You're gay. But the most upsetting part about that is there was actually a Twitter video that came out of Ron DeSantis actually going to meet with the survivors of Pulse and actually promising them that he would be there for them with no. mental health and protection around stunt. the city. But that, but luckily, PR stunts get recorded and they get reported, so it's out there. And they're just kind of like, what changed in all these years? Like, are you? so angry by Trump not being in office that you said, you know what, let's do this? Like, what is the problem? Orlando was going to get $150,000 in funds to help the victims of Pulse with their mental health. Mm -hmm. And now that's not happening because he vetoed it. He vetoed it. He used his governor power to veto it. But it's like, what is the reason? It's What's just the end goal here? You hate so much. Yeah. You don't want a human being to have access to mental health recovery. Yeah. I mean, why? Why do you hate people so that's much? That's what I'm saying. Like, what's the end goal here? Well, people are really look. First of all, you have the issue about the LGBTQ, right? That he dislikes, but he's actually coming upon an attack on mental health, which right, is what happened right. this week with Naomi Osaka. Like that whole mm-hmm. mental, like they literally attacked her mental health, and then the uh, tennis. Uh, people came out and actually said like alright we appreciate her statement but like still she should have used this as a moment to talk to other people who had mental health by using our press like we said like they still I didn't care like, yeah. I, and I, I, I see both too especially as a PR person I'm like damn girl like your team first of all what meds are you but, on but, but who but why is it that everyone feels that they can always tell people it's, that's very true mental illnesses how, how to act that's and, very and true. like last night I was actually talking to Lindsay uh, Petunia again <laughs> and her and I were talking about uh, what people think is weird and what people don't I was like but like who why is it okay for people to tell people like oh you shouldn't be too sensitive about this or you shouldn't be too weird about this and like 
Listen, everyone has different standards. Some people think that, like, you shouldn't be so sensitive about every damn thing. But again, you can't tell someone not to be. Like, it's not, it can annoy you, it can upset you, but you really can't decide what, you know, I talked about uh, RuPaul's Drag Race and um, this current season that we're watching, season three, they literally are still saying she-male. And yeah. mm-hmm. a lot and of people and, and tranny chaser. And yeah, a lot that of song pe- was used in it. Yeah, and a lot of people yeah. got upset when they took that away, and they're like, "Why?" And a lot of people from the gay community are like, "Oh my God, the trans people—they're being so overly defensive. They need to get over." It. And it's like, "But who are we to say that? We're not trans. Like, everyone's gonna have something that bothers them that doesn't bother someone else." Well, the process of evolution yeah. is not easy. Yeah. No. And in order to evolve, one must meet the. What I was trying to think of that really scientific word, the control, mm-hmm. you know, in like science projects, you had the control, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whatever. One must meet the control in order to change. So like, especially in our generations, in our lives, we're having so much control, be it within race, be it within mm-hmm. LGBT community, be it within the AAPI community, be it just within different people in general. It's like, we're all, thank God, Hopefully, the right people are opening up their eyes mm-hmm. to realize, look, let's think about the words we choose. Let's think about the people that we love and how those words affect them. Let's just think before we speak. Yeah, and it's like you don't have to fully understand something to respect something. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like that's, you, the, that's the beauty of it. Right. It's like I don't have to understand the ends of out ins and outs of what's it like to be trans in order to respect trans yeah. people. Yeah, and what's like, even that's crazy. more beautiful is if you genuinely want to understand. Yeah. Like, that's the whole point, in my opinion, of being a human being which inhabits this earth with another human being <clears throat> is you're different than me. Mm-hmm. Let me get to know you. Let yeah. me get to know your culture. Let me get to know your dreams and your wishes. Mm-hmm. And let me share mine. And let's coexist on this beautiful planet that God has created for all of us. Amen. And on that note, let's take a break because um, (laughs) Reverend Braden Bradley needs a drink. (laughs) He needs some time and we'll be back. You want to know a secret? How Pride the Series created Pride the Podcast? Well, the secret is out. We use Anchor, the podcasting app that believes everyone should be able to have their voice heard. With tools that are really easy to use, like distribution and monetization elements, Anchor puts creators first. That's me. For more information, check out anchor.fm. That's anchor.fm. That is I Drove All Night by the iconic Celine Dion. I saw her live in Vegas before the world went to shit. And it was the most magical, magical experience of my entire life. I'm sure it was amazing. It was. uh, Did you cry? Of course I cried. Every (laughs) song. And my mom's crying. Everybody was crying. We bonded. It was great. Can't well, speaking, wait for her to be back. What? I know. Speaking of Celine, you know how she's from Canada. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw what happened recently in Canada. A mass grave was 
discovered. Yeah. Um, a masquerade? A masquerade. Mas- <laughs> I said, what was that at home that we yeah. thought that Adam said? And we were like, what did you just say? I said, Dr. Jill Biden. Yeah, that, said, no, but you said... Adam said something. He said, Corey died. And I said, well, no, 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 well, no. That. Oh, I think I said I got it. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, Corey died. And I was so shocked. And then yeah, Adam at one Adam's point said. Daryl's face like, Corey died. I no, said, no, fool. I couldn't handle it. And then Adam was talking about, he said, Dr. Joe Biden. But he was saying Jill Biden, but it sounded like Joe Biden. And I heard I Joe. was like, Joe Biden has my birthday, November 20th. So mm-hmm. Yeah, he do. Mm-hmm. Adam, sorry to interrupt your hot topic. Anyway, oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. And this is something very serious. Yeah, so uh, the remains of 250 children, indigenous children, have been found in Canada at a former residential school set up to assimilate indigenous people. So these kids were stolen from their families. Um, and you know, we're forced to assimilate to become, you know, you know what assimilate ultimately is. Ultimately, to pass. Yeah. Ultimately, people put them together to kill them. I don't know about that. It wasn't planned. Oh, the two hundred fifty kids. Oh, I'm sure that was. Yeah, that had to have been some sort of like mass murder or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, or because they, they don't know what happened. They're just like, this is what we've just discovered. So now everyone's trying to figure out what happened. That's insane. There, there's it's, a- it's almost kind of like, and I don't mean to really compare the two because they're completely different, but the Tulsa Massacre, which we just celebrated their 100 years anniversary, mm-hmm. most of America didn't even know what the Tulsa Massacre was no. because it was removed and not even included in Americans... Mm-hmm. history books as right. you went to school yeah. so i hope that doesn't happen to these yeah prime minister justin trudeau said it was quote a painful reminder of a shameful chapter of our country's history wow mm-hmm. i mean and so it's sad. but it's really sad because it's still kind that those things are still going on and it's oh, yeah. making you look at people sideways there was a report i think it was happening in brooklyn of this guy who was walking a dog and he was luring like teenage girls and and under actually actually younger girls and that like Matt Gates, no, not him, but close. Oh. But he was uh, using the dog to like um, lure them to like sexually assault them, being like, mm. "Oh, hey, where can my dog go under?" Being like, "Oh my God, the dog is so cute." And he's like, "You want to play with him? Come play with him." Sounds and like Matt Gates. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's it's really definitely making you look at people sideways. Even when we were on the subway earlier. There was a guy standing in front of Ashton. I was I was kind of just looking at him because like he kept staring down at us, and it's like. What are you doing trying to size up if we're not paying enough attention where you can, like, take something? It's like the play, the world is very weird right now with people out there, and you definitely have to keep a second look, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we were watching the news the other day about how all these people are getting pushed into this. Like, uh, crime in New York is up 77%. Yeah. 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 It's really bad. But, the, like, the mental health in the city right now is really bad. I mean, the mental health of everybody in the U.S., honestly. Have y'all been paying attention to the New York City mayoral race? We watched the first hour of the debate, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was just petty nonsense. So I can't believe I'm about to say this, because I don't really like him, but Uh -uh. I sort of agree with Mayor Bill de Blasio, what he said the other day with... He was like, I don't really see a candidate up there that needs to be mayor. He's like, what do they stand for? What are their policies? Looks like a bunch of politicians who just want the spotlight. And I'm like, 
Damn. I, I mean, thought you were going to say you agree with Andrew Yang. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, my God. He just kept talking. So he well, heard so himself. Did Maya. And Maya was one of my front runners. But then the other night at the debate when she kept like. She kept talking. She kept talking. And Eric Adams was right. Like, she was not being respectful of what time. What did I say? Exactly. That's she what she was saying. not being respectful of time. And, like, how is she going to handle big decisions? But I the don't new, know. But That's the news story broke today regarding that. And they said. Um, they compared her to men who've went over time and how those men have been treated. So That's now a lot of true. so now a lot of people like her team was quick to be like, well, this man went this many long and this man did this and they didn't correct but them. But unfortunately, and treat them like after that. the Trump presidency and all his debates like everybody's trying to do the opposite of that because that's trash yeah Yeah. so i don't know like she was my front runner and now i don't know what to do like well i don't know what to do well i think it's interesting because a lot of people's front runner for president a a large majority of young people you know because i think they had kind of given up on the bernie thing a lot of people were hopping on andrew yang like train like even megan mccain on the view who she's very public she's like i love andrew yang he's my favorite he's my front like people loved his coolness he came with but they realized that coolness came with cluelessness and he he literally doesn't know he he, doesn't know he's like oh yeah i've not been to a gay bar but i have like one of my gay staffs i have them check it out and it's like wait what are you Uh, talking like what are you talking about and the fact that he used i can't remember his name forgive me but used the dude next to him, his height, who was six four, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. trying to make it a joke. Like you're at a you're at a mayoral Stop debate. Jokes. Like Stop especially we just came out of a joke of four years from the president. Mm-hmm. This is real shit. And like your humor is not gonna It's not landing. It's not qualified to make you mayor. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he kept trying to just make stupid jokes about Everything. Everything. Yeah. And it just was like, bruh. Especially in New York City. Like, we want shit done. Yeah. And then yeah. what really just turned laugh. me off. No. When, <laughs> Ain't nothing laughed about right now. When that uh, when he was doing an interview and they were like, oh, what's your favorite subway stop? And he was like, oh, well, I guess it would have to be my own. So I'm going to have to say Times Square. She's like, your favorite stop is Times Square. Well, not said not stupid. one New Yorker. So he's just right. so un-New York that, like, he like, just possibly can't be. I mean, at least build the Blasio. It's weird because we we keep getting these politicians up there that makes us appreciate the one before them and the one currently. And I don't really know. What I saw on that stage last night was utter trash. I was like, they're trying to get. It was very much much sound bites. They were all trying to be the talk of the news the next day. Because let's face it, the media and social media and memes and gifs, they make people into celebrities. And they they give people Mm -hmm. platforms, Mm -hmm. which is why we had a reality TV show president in the White House. That's very true. And I I love the media. I work in media. I am media. <laughs> That's a little inside joke. Um, but the fault of the media for the NYC mayoral debate is that was the only time they've had other debates before this. That mm-hmm. was the only time the first hour was put on the local ABC station. Mm-hmm. The second hour was like you can go watch it online. Like yeah, ABC. This is like even even they don't care about it. So like why should I care about it? Yeah. But to what you were saying, Darrell, the candidates knew that shit. So they're like Catherine, Gar- Catherine Garcia, let me get in the soundbite because I know it's gonna make a headline. Yeah. Shit. yeah. I'm endorsed by the New York Times. Okay, Catherine Garcia, it's very, that's great. It's very drag race now. You have to know you have to come in with it's some reality sort of phrase. Show. Yeah. You have to have some sort of merch already made. Mm-hmm. What is your catchphrase? Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Well, you're finally realizing that television is produced. And I think that politics is produced. <laughs> but honestly it's, though, it's not just that's politics. Better, yeah. It's politics just not it's not just yeah. politics. It's everything is 
produced. It's mm-hmm. called marketing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's what every industry is. But it's always been that way. I feel like now it's just expected when we're talking about drag race and stuff in the green room. It's like, listen, those things are like like now you know like this is what it's gonna be. Like and nine out of ten times nothing Get ready surprises, for a show. Nothing surprises us. And I think that that's taking a joy for some people. For some people it gives them comfort because they're like, I know that this is gonna be this and it's gonna give me a certain amount of oomph or whatever you wanna feel. So some people like it. Some people yeah. like that's why soap opera spoilers exist. Because there are people and like I do try to stay away from them now, but there was a time I was like, I need to know what's happening ahead of time. Spoilers exist for people who want to keep their anxiety to a certain level so they want to know things ahead of time or they want to know I remember telling when I had to break the news to Braden that like uh, Housewives was produced and you were so bad we were in college I was like yeah it's produced like we I mean and ABC's gonna produce it's the fuck not, out of it it very much no, is produced it's not you're still gonna go on that train. Uh, you better ask Fallon, who is on some random talk show, talking about how she, like, apparently she cheated and she's pregnant by somebody else. I don't know. Whatever. That shit is not pretty. Is I mean, well, let's talk about it. Erica Jane. Oh, well, I okay. Go ahead, Adam. Blake. No, I just wanted to talk because we were, you know, we're talking about politics and mm-hmm. interviews and this and that. I just wanted to bring up uh, Naomi real quick. Yeah, you go know, ahead. She is like she withdrew because she didn't like having to do press afterwards. You mm-hmm. know, well, when Venus was comp- competing, when she was playing, and you know, she was beat out real quick. But in her exit interview, they asked her like, "Oh, how do you feel about what happened?" And like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like her reaction to Naomi, and this is what she said. For me personally, how I quote how I deal with it was that I know every single person asking me a question can't play as well as I can and never will. So, no matter what you say or what you write, you'll never light a candle to me. So that's how I deal with it. Um, but each person deals with it differently. Okay, uh, and I, so and no, I, would you like my rebuttal to that statement? Sure. Venus Williams is an established tennis player, right? And that's and what she I was has bring learned. Up too. She has learned how to deal with the mm-hmm. press. Mm-hmm. Naomi is this beautiful, up and coming star. She's still very young, baby. And mm-hmm. look what happened to Britney. Look what happened to fucking everyone. Mm-hmm. Like when you're up and coming, that shit fucks with you. Well, that was what happened with tennis star Jennifer Capriati. Shame on Venus, who I actually love more than Serena. Shame on Venus for making it seem like Naomi isn't stepping up to the plate. No. And like Naomi, that in that clip, that sound you bite. You think so? That sound bite was a little shady to her. Oh, okay. To to Naomi. Like, I thought why? it was more shady to the press. It was. Yeah. I think it was her. I press. took like, it the other way. She was like, this is how I deal with it. It was shady because, to the press, but yeah, like she was like, I just because, let it roll off my back. Yeah. Naomi doesn't let it roll off her back because she's new to this ball and, game. And that's what she said. She said everybody deals with it differently. I'm just but, you know how but I But is that isn't yeah. that what we were talking about earlier? Like you cannot say when someone should get over it because like for us it's like, yeah, she should be professional in this, but like her mental illness may not have allowed her she's, to. She's, like we she's don't know. Fresh. Right. Her first major win was in twenty eighteen. Yes. So she's very Do you know much how much pressure she's under? Like 100. she's and, expected to win this. And she won the first major title she did win was just mired with drama. It was when right. her and Serena right. were playing at the US Open and Serena was disqualified, thus you know, handing her the championship. Right. And yeah. it was just like, well, I mean but then so I have now to, everyone is questioning her and I have to argue against my own argument. Like <laughs> if you if you <laughs> Listen, I took debate in high school, okay? Okay. I can argue both sides. If you if you aren't equipped to handle this pressure, then get out are, the kitchen. Then are you really 
capable of winning? Are you deserving of winning? I don't know. Well, I don't know about that because, listen, <clears throat> they did that with, listen, when Serena, when they made that cartoon, the Australian artist drew that cartoon of her mm-hmm. jumping up like an angry gorilla outside. He said, this is what she looks like versus this. She took that very personal as well. Of, and I think, of course. And she, as she should have. So I think that sometimes we expect our heroes and our sports players and celebrities alike to be this, like, Superman where nothing hurts him and bulletproof. But like people are humans at the end of the day. And I will always stand by there's this one guy who used to be on General Hospital, Brian Craig. Someone went online, they were tweeting and they were and he won Emmys and you know, big for the soap. And people were like, We're gonna kill your parents and like talking shit about his like parents and stuff. And he was like, I'll come find you and break your fingers. Well, the world canceled him as in the soap world. They were like, oh, you can't say that to fans. You don't get to say that. And it's like, you, listen, you can't just keep coming at people. Like uh, Whoopi was talking about on the view, you can't just say whatever you want to people because at some point, when the more personal you get, you can get attacked back with words. And I understand there's a certain professionalism and all of that, but it's like, enough's enough. Because sometimes you just can't say what you want to say to people. But those people who say things, I guess, have to understand that there are repercussions. That yes, is. there are always consequences. Yeah. To everything you say. yeah. Yeah, you're free to say whatever the fuck you exactly. want to say. Exactly. You but might get happens, your ass beat or right. cussed out. But... Right. Cardi went all the way to Times Square to fight. <laughs> she said, who? Cardi B. Cardi B. She was like, I do not care that I'm a celebrity. I will fight you. You cannot say certain things. Yeah, you can't talk about my parenting or my child. I, you said meet you in Times Square and you'll beat me up. All right, cool. I'm on my way. It's just like, I mean, Mariah, st- Mariah stayed going off on people on social media. Mariah's like, I will tag you. Jennifer Lewis does it. Um, a lot of people just Dita like Ritz just did Dita it. Ritz just did it. Talking about drag talking race, about drag race, talking about how oh you're you can excuse blackface, but you for some reason have some sort of issue with issue her with yeah. me and you're not letting me do any of these fun things but Christina cool, Aguilera whatever. has said it when speaking of Celine Dion when her whole when her uh, fiance died and I think her brother died or her husband died husband, uh, husband and brother like people were coming after her and being like you need to you can't believe you canceled your tour and she was just like y'all can go kick rocks like she went off on Twitter so like people can say you can't say certain things to certain celebrities and be like they, they shouldn't give me a response because I pay their bills it's like at a certain point Somebody can say something to you and like rock out. Like, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, at the end of the day, I'm really sad that she's not going to be a part of this competition because she's. She's taking some break. Yeah, she's and that's fully deserved. Like, do your thing, girl. But, right. like, we love watching you play. Yeah, Naomi, you're loved here at Pride the Podcast. But we won't ask you to join because we know that um, you yeah, I mean, she don't do press. But you can't come over here. Yeah, I was like, what? Because it ain't press. <laughs> no, you don't do press. It's, so it's we a kinky. We're not even ask you to Erica join. Erica Jane's not doing press this season, but they are doing a documentary <laughs> of her life. So tell me about that. Like, y'all, that is absolutely insane. I am here for it, and I can't wait to watch. It's I juicy. just think it's so much. Yes. Well, I, it's gonna. It's, it's pretty insane because this season of Beverly Hills is heating up, and what I love about this season is this is the first time in Housewives history that technically what we see as the drama that we've heard about is actually happening during the season. So, like, it didn't start with Erica and Tom already having a problem. It's just like, oh, something's off. Something's weird. Some text messages are coming in. Like, there's things that are happening that's like, oh shit, we're seeing this like before our very eyes, and friendships are shifting. Dorit is not, and Garcelle are coming for each other all over social media. Mm. I don't know why, because right now they're friends on the screen. 
uh, Crystal and Sutton are still coming for each other. I don't know, man. Well, I'm excited to see what's happening to Jen Shaw from Housewives <laughs> of Salt Lake City because yeah. we all know what the fuck's happening with her. And mm-hmm. apparently that shit was caught on film. Yeah, that was so, yeah. that's going to be exciting. But Juicy. going back to Erica Jane, I cannot wait to watch that ABC special. Why is that on ABC? Yeah. Because probably offered her the most money. Yeah. Well, apparently she has nothing to do with it. That was a private investigator who looked into it and Erica actually isn't too happy about it, um, yeah, obviously. I'm I mean, guessing. well, here's the thing. Erica just don't want to, in her mind, from what her camp is saying, she doesn't want to be involved in any mess because I also follow Real Housewives. Her, isn't her she, name is, is Pretty, pretty mess. mess. Well, that's the whole, that's the whole thing. So um, her team, so I, I follow Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Obsessed on Instagram if y'all want to get some tea. And they were talking about how Erica's team is just kind of saying, like, listen, she's about it if it doesn't implicate her in any way. But apparently, listen, she still loves Tom. She still has some love for him, even though she, like, got all of his text messages that he was sending some judge, like, a couple, like, like last year or something and aired them out. So well, when you're in, a, when you're going through a divorce, everything airs out because at the end of the day mm-hmm. you have to protect yourself and it's really it really really sucks to it'll, like put your partner on blast because they're going to be doing the same thing to you so it'll be see it'll be interesting to see erica be with someone else because i love seeing like cynthia bailey for example she got we saw her get into a whole new relationship that was healthy for her it'll be interesting to see um she, her do it, Erica do it as well. Teresa did it. You know, it's like. Do you think Erica is going to be with someone younger than ninety years old? Yes. Yes. I do. This I is think, her moment. Well, I think that Erica. I mean, but see, here's the issue, though. Kind of how I felt about Teresa's new man. Anybody that they get with is going to have to be seriously vetted because you're talking about TV personalities that's been on the air for a very long time. So is someone getting with Erica because of all the drama that comes with Erica? Or is someone getting with Erica because they really love Erica? Like what, what I would love to see for Erica is maybe just be solo for a couple of years. Yeah. And rock that out. Yeah, but then I don't know if she, I don't even know if she's going to continue with Housewives past this. I, ex- I expect she will another year. Otherwise, she'll feel like she's a hypocrite with the Denise situation. That's true. But, like, what is Beverly Hills Housewives without Erica Jane? Kyle Richards is a queen, and she said that. Well, that is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of <laughs> gay TV shows. <laughs> Pride. Make sure you watch Pride season one and season two on 2B TV. 2B TV. I mean, you can also catch us on Amazon. Make sure you rent and purchase the whole season. We'd love to support. Very that. But let's in honor celebrate of, Pride Month. Yeah, so yes. in honor of Pride Month, we want to talk about some of our favorite unspoken heroes mm-hmm. of the LGBTQ history. So there are four of us. We each took a letter. So I'm going to start with... Her name is Nancy Cardenas. You're starting with L, I assume. Yes. Which, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's a playwright and director and is thought to be one of the first Mexican people to openly come out on television. Much of her work revolved around her lesbian identity, writing collections of poetry and plays addressing gay and lesbian themes. She wasn't only a writer, she was also an activist. She helped start the struggle against gay prejudice in Mexico and fought for equal rights for everyone, no matter their sexuality. Yes. So let's go Nancy. Yes, Nancy. Yes. And it was even better because it's like, she's Mexican. So it's like, come on, viva la raza. Hello. <laughs> I love that. I don't been You better me. represent. Right. Oh, yeah, so that's cool. Come on, Nancy. All right, thank you, Elle. Let's come throw on, it over Elle. to G. Okay. So I'm going to talk about 
Bayard Rustin. Have y'all ever heard of him? No, but I, I thought she was calling me Bay. Faintly, I think I have. <laughs> okay, so let me let me spill the tea. Spill it. So he was an African American leader in social movements for civil rights, socialism, nonviolence, and gay rights. That <laughs> <laughs> we need that one too. Right. We do need that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, although most people associate the march on Washington with Martin Luther King Jr., Bayard Rustin is the person who actually organized that massive event. In fact, Rustin is the one who taught Dr. King about Gandhi's belief in nonviolence and civil disobedience. So, Rustin was an openly gay man, and he often spoke about the importance of fighting for LGBTQ rights. And he shifted his focus from civil rights to LGBTQ activism in the 80s. And actually, he, so they are actually doing um, a documentary or series on his life, Netflix's. Amazing. Yeah. And Barack Obama, he awarded Rustin, after, he'd have passed already, but he awarded him the Pre- Presidential Medal of Freedom. Aww. So I'm excited to learn more about his life. I had never heard of him, but um, when I was home, um, my dad was talking about him and how like people don't mention him and discredit him in the civil rights movement because he was gay, yeah. which is crazy. So I'm excited. I'm glad Netflix is, is doing a... A series or a documentary series on him and come on i can't right? wait to watch it yeah. so let's go to l g and let's go to the b uh, the brayden i'm the b <laughs> go to the b the b uh, let's get away so brayden bradley is handling bisexual um so the uh bisexual lgbt person of our community that i want to highlight is miss usa's First bisexual contestant. Okay. So she's actually Miss Utah. Her name is Rachel Slauson. And she came out and said, pageants are an act of counterculture, a rebellious way to claim space in the world. She rejects all the ideas that pageants set unrealistic beauty standards and they're disempowering for women especially. So what what some see as oppression, she actually sees as freedom. And she says in her mind, pageants helped save her so she won miss utah and went to miss usa and then that's where she shared her story of her actually attempted suicide twice oh wow and at first she rejected medication and care for her bipolar disorder she was actually bipolar and um she just unmanaged her illness and led to series of depression but then she decided to not only run for Miss Utah after she won, obviously go on to Miss USA and claim her platform. So she okay. went on to become Miss USA's first openly bisexual contestant. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And talking about her mental and health. And she talks and about it. That's amazing. She talks about mental health. She talks about being a member of the LGBTQ community. And she's just like a pioneer. She is the first, actually. Did I say that? The first Mm -hmm. contestant in Miss USA to be a part of our community. So shout out to Rachel Slauson. Woo, go Rachel. Oh, Rachel. All right. So that was LGB. I'm the tea baby. And I'm going (laughs) to tell you. Um, So let's talk about the first indigenous transgender lawmaker, Stephanie Byers for Kansas. Um, So that's Kansas. Well, hold on. So she was a former high school music and band teacher, and she decided to run for the office to represent Kansas 86th district as a Democrat in a Republican majority state house. Like she did not think she was going to win. She was like, there's absolutely no way. Uh, The district includes much of Wichita was nearly 
evenly divided among Democratic, Republican, and Independent voters. Um, she also like came out on the trail, decided to say, I am transgender. So she was like, I'm not going to win. Um, she won by 11 points and she beat wow. her person. And okay. she's also um, a descendant of the Chickasaw Nation. Love so she that. has been now, she said, people are, st- we're more of a purple state than people realize. She said, mm-hmm. when you start to think about it, a lot of places are. She said, a lot of places are just unable to vote and unable well, to really I was going to say, most states are purple. It's just when you have your Repub- Republicans coming in and suppressing mm-hmm. voter rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what keeps them red. And she and she was just like, the thing is, a lot of people don't care what people do, and people want people to be happy. So she's been doing really good, and uh, a lot of the Republicans in uh, the state, like in that district, like really support and love her. So congratulations and shout out to her. I think that's, that's amazing. a complete trailblazer. And I think what you just said about people who are voting just don't really care about people identity or whatever they do in their own life they just want people to be happy they really don't in my life coming out or whatever my parents have like come out and finally said like I don't give a fuck what you do just as long as you're happy so basically I have a purple family Right. I mean, and the thing and the thing is it's like if we didn't have certain things on the voter it's more Magneta than purple but That fucking land at you, bitch. That was as good as you pointed to God earlier. Wow. That was great. That was great. That was, that was wow. Um, Hold on. Wait. (laughs) Listen. I'm gonna tell the whole story, but listen, uh, if we didn't have those things on the voter uh, block to talk about, would we even care? Like when we talk about marijuana rights, when we talk about um, LGBTQ abortion, if that was wasn't on there, like would we care? Now the story. So, <laughs> I know y'all are waiting. So we were in Brain's pool at one point. And I wanted to get, I think I was getting the pool um, fucking floaty. And I think the one that I wanted to get. No, Darrell. Let me tell the fucking story. But didn't we have floaties? We had floaties for you because you can't swim. Correct. But but we were playing colors. And anyone in the South We were playing colors. Okay. So one person is on the diving board. The rest of the people are on the pool, are in the pool. And the people in the pool all decide amongst themselves what color they're going to represent. And when the person on the diving board says that color, you got to swim to the other side of the pool. So we're all being like, we're going to come up with macaroni and cheese. We're going to come up with, I don't know, diamond pearl. Like all these, they obscure, us, yeah, yeah. all these obscure colors. Because if they say like blue, red, we have to swim and they'll dive in. And then we're the person on the pool and we're yeah, whatever. Right. So Darrell, we all collectively decide, Darrell, Darrell, you're going to be magenta. He's like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to be magenta. So my brother is the person on the diving board. Hello. And he calls out all of these colors. My brother is, God bless his heart, but just like a Crayola 16 box. You know okay. Not Tickle Me Pink. No, there ain't no Tickle Me Pink. <laughs> there ain't it's none just of that pink. shit. Um, anyway, out of the blue, my brother says, magenta. And we're like, Darrell, Darrell, you have to swim. Darrell, it's your color. You have to swim. I'm just looking. Darrell, why aren't you swimming? <laughs> and then he yells, my color's Magneta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So listen. Magenta? What listen, is magenta? Listen, listen, listen. I promise you guys. And I always think to myself, I was talking to my friend Stephanie when I went home. I said, I think that 
I'm really a smart person. And I don't ever want people to be like, damn, you dumb as fuck. But I do have this thing where sometimes I mispronounce words. Sometimes I can't spell certain words. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Did I have a brain freeze? Did something go do you out? Think, I think I'm like a little dyslexic. I think I'm I think you might, might have like a form of dyslexia. Because, because like I know, like there's never been a time and y'all say like, well, y'all have told me like the correct pronunciation of a word. And I've been like, that ain't right. I'm like, no, it's right. I know it's right. But like for some reason it comes out of my mouth different. And maybe I should yeah. go like get that checked. Because no, yeah. just listen, like as like no, podcast but- hosts, we say a lot of words in a short amount of time and we don't warm up properly with a our worm. mouth. <laughs> t- Remember t- when they t- had t- me t- saying t- the worm at vert and then yeah. that wasn't even the line? Was I cow now brown cow. Yeah, yeah. Did you call me a cow? No, we were unique in this fu- New York. We had this fucking play we were doing uh, called I don't know Magneta. I can't. Yeah, but, JB. Uh, JB. Thank you so much. And Braden was JB. The I story was JB, of Joe. Obviously. And I literally was saying this line the whole time, and I was like, "The warm advert," and I was like, "The warm advert." I couldn't say it because I was trying to say it fast, and then it was like, Darrell, the line, like right before we were opening, the line is the worm at heart." So I said, huh, this whole time I've been going and to bed still didn't get right. and still missed the line. But, you know, that was back in the day. But listen, it's Pride Month and we'll let all of those mishaps slide because we love you <sighs> and we're all inclusive here. You cannot speak a lick of, I was going to say English, but any language that you speak. And we'd still love you because we're Pride the Podcast. And this has been a really fun episode, you guys. It has. And I definitely want you guys, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please call us at 844-25-PRIDE. 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 And you can also um, email us at pridetheseries at gmail.com. We also have some special news to share mm-hmm. for those who have spent their money Venmoing Ashley Aaron Mitchell. <laughs> You could use that money to purchase our new merch. Bow, 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 bow. Bow, bow. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, our technical producer fell asleep at the scene. <laughs> um, Too much wine. So excited for our merch. So we've got some shirts, some tanks, some... Might have a wine key. Wine, I don't know. Might have a grinder. I don't grinder, know. Not the account, but the tools. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have a lot of stuff, so please come check us out, and we'll put the link in our bio yes. at Private Series Stay on tuned. Instagram. Stay yep. tuned. Yeah, and we will definitely be getting that in the next few weeks. Uh, please be safe out there. As always, you can follow me at I am Darrell Anthony on Instagram, and Darrell Anthony on Twitter, and Facebook Darrell Anthony. And you can find me, your boy, Boxline Boppy, with a zero. <laughs> See, I need to get that merch now. Right. You um, sure yeah, so on Instagram and Twitter. Um, my Twitter is, is not, not safe for work. It's gotten worse, people. It's gotten real bad since it's gotten, the summer. It's, it's the summer. Gotten, no. you are yeah, but people are still working from home, so like. No, right. I literally <laughs> saw, I mean, I guess, yeah. But no, I literally saw... A booty hole turned up where all I saw was hair. It looked like grass and a okay. hole. Hey, 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 hey. Um, I'm Mr. <laughs> Braden Bradley. You can follow me where you could be zero to 99 plus, like the Lego say. You can follow any accounts you want at Mr. Braden Bradley on Instagram. But check his likes, because sometimes he what? likes some things. You I, like do li- I like everything. I love people. No, but you like a few things. Diego Paris got some new stuff out, girl. 
<laughs> he is a human on this earth, and I will support uh, him. You like him. Thank you so much, friend. I will support anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm Ashley Mitchell, and you can reach me at Ashley Aaron M on Instagram and Facebook. Darrell just spilled wine on his shirt. wine so everywhere. You can Venmo me at Ash Aaron M and look out for our merch. I'm so excited for Pride Month. Like, Do we want to say who we're collabing with? Yeah. yeah. Have we signed the contract? Let's yeah. talk about, no, let's talk about the happy ending. Yeah, yeah. so. Let's talk about it. Um, we are partnering with LGBTQ artist, graphic artist, Hey Rooney. He's responsible for some of the stickers that you see on Instagram, the like the little pride stickers and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's all him. You can check him out at on Instagram and Twitter at Hey Rooney. That's R O O N E Y. So be on the lookout for our new merch coming out soon. Yeah, it's gonna be so it's gonna be cute. so cute. Please buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Happy Pride Month, and don't worry because we'll be coming to you every week this Pride Month. <laughs> every week, probably every probably day. yeah. It's probably gonna be a longer lot. Pride Week. Just get ready. Don't be sick of us. <laughs> and don't forget to call us at eight four four two five Pride. Pride.